Let's talk a little bit about copper benefits because I, I saw an article that came out today as well. And this is talking about copper being a key nutrient for maintaining heart health, bones, yes. Yes. and brain health. They say one in four Americans are not getting enough of. I bet you it's even more. Yeah, it's crucial for immune system, cardiovascular system, and... Uh, part of our wiring, man. It's like part of our internal electrical structure. Totally. Matt Blackburn saying that um, electrons can pass through copper four times better than iron. So we talk about zinc. Yeah. Forget the balance of zinc and copper. People right. taking these zinc supplements, <clears throat> super high in zinc, but they're not getting the full spectrum because they're not taking copper. Or they're taking a zinc-copper blend, but it's not nearly as much copper as you'd get in something like an oyster or um, organs that have both zinc and copper. Those that take the zinc supplements can actually reduce their copper levels. Um, it tampers yep. it down if you only supplement zinc. Yep. So Then you're playing a game of cat and mouse because your body's balancing all these different exogenous supplements of certain levels of zinc, certain levels of copper, yep. and your body's not able to regulate it as much as it would be from a bioavailable food source. However, most food we have nowadays is, is very lacking in those uh, nutritional profiles, especially copper and zinc. Copper also is huge for dopamine. So it, it'll actually help your body produce more dopamine to motivate you to do better, hopefully, and uh, not getting distracted. So, oh, I need more of that. Damn, where's my copper at? <laughs> One of the really important things that I think Matt Blackburn talks about is the ability to use iron is regulated by copper. It also prevents anemia and allows iron to act in its roles to, uh, you know, iron's important as well. We all know that, but there are a lot of people that are not able to access and use that iron. And it's because the lack of copper they have. Copper, when it comes to the other things that it does, like our adrenal glands, mm -hmm. they actually use them to make noradrenaline and adrenaline which are norepinephrine and epinephrine and that'll actually help us respond to stress that put us in that fight or flight state and allow us to jump off from there in either acting or you know relieving that state things really start from the brain down and even at the blood cell level it helps us make blood platelets which will clot the blood if we've been wounded, um, producing white blood cells for our immune system. What's one of your go-to foods to get copper? Oh, it's definitely my go-to copper food would be oysters, but oysters isn't always available to me either. I know I like it from mussels, oysters, mussels. Mm -hmm. If I order mussels out, I usually don't get canned mussels, but that seems to be a, a more viable option since my natural food store is always out of oysters. I take my beef liver supplements as well or any other animal organ blend or liver caps, anything like that. As long as it's grass-fed, ruminant animals, they have that ability to balance out the copper with the zinc levels. When it comes to plant levels, I don't really think about that when I'm eating my plant foods. I'm not like, I'm going to get copper right. and zinc from this. I just, <clears throat> I know there's some that have it, but I know it might also have um, absorption qualities that I'm not too keen on. For like Andro, I definitely recommend people get that grass-fed beef liver whether it's in capsules or whatever that's kind of the go-to 
but as of late i've been doing a lot of the oysters as well for for that and of course you're getting your zinc with the copper in i think both of them it's it's always in abundance so you're able to not set one thing off above the other and it's it's replenishing both so you're not you know playing that cat and mouse game like you mentioned earlier with zinc and copper beef liver go-to um oysters is a go good go-to and i've heard things like shiitake mushrooms but it may really depend on if the mushrooms are organic or not a lot of the things that have been measured in the past probably are not as available as you would think if you did different samples it's kind of hit or miss even when it comes to the animal foods which is why we talk about sourcing so much but um it looks like spirulina is always is on the list as well some dark leafy greens like kale spinach all of that even potatoes have some copper apparently you really want to get the animal foods and go that route think about the dark chocolate one seems like that's a um that's what i've been yeah. seeing it seems like everything dark chocolate has everything in it magnesium copper <clears throat> theobromine it's got all these different cool compounds in there i've been yeah. seeing it come up more and more but I don't know about you, but I think I'm addicted to chocolate. So I'm going <laughs> to try and not go crazy with it. The amount of darkness that you'd have to get from like a dark chocolate to be beneficial for things like copper and even magnesium, I believe, you would have to get like above 85% or something cacao. Yep. Which no and one truly loves. Yeah. No one really likes that kind of cacao. It's got to be quality cacao because there's mold in there and there's also yeah they mix it with other things the cacao quality is of most importance most of the time it is not super clean because it's fermented it's a whole process it takes time to make some cacao but it tastes pretty good for me and then i put it in my ice cream Hmm. just by gonna have a new ice cream recipe though soon yeah yep it'll be pretty good